Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and transformation coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones. Blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. I hope you babes had an incredible weekend and week. The last couple of weeks, uh, we've been tackling anxiety, self-doubt, fear. So I really hope that you've taken some action steps since then and started to implement a few things that we've been talking about. I do want to take a second and say, if you've been living under a rock and missed the super exciting announcement, the waitlist to Nutrition Academy is open. Woo! <laughs> I have had the time of my life creating this course. It's honestly so fulfilling to put everything I use to help transform the bodies and the minds of so many incredible women out into this course for you in order to take in and implement. I mean, I really, really, truly feel like I'm finally doing the deep dive I want with every single person, and it feels really good. I mean, I truly believe it's going to be amazing. I'll be teaching you things like how to identify your prep style and incorporate it because we're all different when it comes to how much time we would like to spend in the kitchen. I know everybody's not me and doesn't like to live there. (laughs) How to create and implement a morning routine step by step. I mean, I'm taking you from the start to the finish. How to create and implement a mindset routine because I truly believe you cannot be successful in your weight loss journey without it. Time management, balancing your macros for your body, learning to eat without restriction while also being intentional and hitting your goals, identifying hunger cues and how to honor them. I mean, guys, this course It's going to be amazing. I mean, it's going to be amazing. I actually just talked about one of the features this past week that I'm really, really excited about. And I've been having fun preparing. Um, And that's the recipe index. I'll be giving students in the course full access to my recipe index that is filled with some of my favorite prep recipes. The site will be super user friendly and straightforward, but above all else, easy to use. There's actually an option to save each recipe into your own personalized collection uh, that you can reference whenever you want. So no screenshots, no printing, or having to transfer it over into a notebook or planner. I've made it so easy for you. But guys, that is not it. So if you're on the wait list, then this morning, you got a direct invitation to register for the live webinar where I'll be teaching you four in-depth weight loss strategies to build and maintain consistency. I'm really excited for this. I listen to you guys every single week in my DMs and the comments and my emails with my clients. And I know that one of the biggest struggle bus moments when it comes to your weight loss journey is staying consistent and how to be consistent and how to start and where to begin. So I'm so excited to teach you some of the strategies that I know for a fact will help. So I have two available dates right now, January 5th and 7th, 6 p.m. Central Time. I'll also have one or two more 
that will likely be either earlier or later in the evening the following week to account for the women who are in different time zones. Um, so I'm going to poll you guys on Instagram and ask, you know, if you can't make these times, what times would you prefer? That way I'm incorporating um, some different times for you guys. So to register, click the link in the show notes and pick the time that works best for you. This webinar is going to be tons of fun, but most importantly, it's going to be so incredibly exciting and serving. And I would love, I would love to see you there. Okay. Okay. So this week I wanted to talk about food and not how much I love it because Lord knows I do, but your relationship with it and how an unhealthy relationship with food can, without a doubt, wreak havoc on our lives. Did you know that the average person has 200 plus thoughts about food each day, whether they're directly conscious or not. And if you're scared to eat, nervous about what to eat, what to make, how much to eat, what to shop for, thinking about your favorite milkshake at work, you can tap into anxiety, fear, and overwhelm 200 plus times a day, even if you aren't directly aware or conscious of it. And I don't know about you, but no fucking thanks. (laughs) No, I don't want to do that. So today, I really want to do the deep dive into awareness and identifying if you might have an unhealthy relationship with food and what that looks like, how we can start taking the steps we need to begin to heal it. So here we go. Chicken nugget number one. And the first sign that you might have a not so great relationship with food. Do you feel guilt or shame when you eat sometimes? A lot of the times we think that it's okay to feel like guilty or shameful when we've had something bad, and I'm using air quotes around bad, but placing labels on food, although I am a thousand percent guilty of, even in my career as a coach, it is a recipe for disaster, and I'll tell you why. So say you've decided to clean up your diet, right? I'm going to give you, you know, you know, I like to um, give you guys little story times, hypothesis. <laughs> so say you've decided to clean up your diet starting Monday and you've made it to Saturday kicking ass all week doing exactly what you think, emphasis on think, you're supposed to do. You've watched your carbs, you've drank nothing but water, portions were under control, you haven't had a single sweet or treat, no cheap meals, no fast food, no juice, no soda. But to be honest, you're burnt out on your prep. So when your boyfriend, your roommate, your partner, your mom, your brother comes in with pizza and a bottle of wine, all bets are off. You go ham. You're taking like four slices to the head. You've got like three wine glasses under your belt. And then here comes that gnawing feeling in your stomach. What is that? Oh, no. First, it's anger. You're so mad at yourself. You were good all week. What the fuck, Chantel? Everything's been erased. You can't believe this shit. Then, right almost immediately after anger, here comes the guilt and shame. You feel defeated. You don't think you'll ever make progress because you feel like your willpower is just not there. And because this happens every single time you start to do good, emphasis on good or air quotes around good, you tell yourself, I can't do this. So instead of picking up with your next meal, enjoying the pizza for what it was, which was good, you say, fuck it. And you go right back to eating exactly how you were. How familiar does this sound? And don't lie to me because I know it's familiar because I work through this exact situation probably dozens of times a week. 
I understand, boo. But let me tell you what's wrong with this whole picture and why this might be a reoccurring event that happens for you. We're also flowing right into nugget number two. I'm getting better at these transitions, guys. <laughs> but the reason you fell off felt defeated, gave up, is because you've created these unattainable restrictions around the foods you like and love because you've deemed them bad and unhealthy. So when you eat them and like them, you think something is wrong with you. Not only do you feel bad for eating it, but you almost feel worse for liking it. Let me tell you something, boo. Normal people like pizza. So what makes you think you're terrible if you do too? People like cake and chocolate and burgers and rice and bread. So don't vilify yourself for liking the same things. So instead of saying, I really, really like that pizza, it was so good. Next time I'm just going to do like two slices instead of four. I mean, like four was a little overboard. And if I want pizza again before the weekend, I'm going to plan for that. So I don't feel like I have to binge when Saturday rolls around. And then picking up with Sunday with your meals that are a little more intentional for your goals and going on a crush another week, you've instead beat yourself up, talk to yourself like an asshole, and continue the cycle of hating this journey because of how you treat yourself, not because of the food, but because how you treat and talk to yourself about the food, but also how you talk to yourself about eating the foods that you love. And I want you to begin to change that. And the first step is awareness, making the unconscious conscious. If you missed that episode, it's episode, I really need to know this in advance before I start talking about it, but I think it's episode 18 or 19. It's making the unconscious conscious. So next time you have a meal that maybe wasn't on the menu or maybe you did overeat, pick back up with the next meal and keep moving. No guilt, no shame. And lastly, the last sign you might have an unhealthy relationship with food is associating or tying your worth to your weight. Now, this could absolutely be a mindset valley too, and it is. But I think that when we tie our worthiness to our weight, I find that our food is at the root of this insecurity or flawed thinking because our food is what gets anyone to any way that they're at. It's the epicenter, the core. And there are a lot of symptoms attached to the core, like low self-esteem or lack of self-confidence or self-respect. But food is the center. Let me tell you something, babe. If you don't love yourself at 200 or at 180 or at 230 or at 250 or at 260 or at 160 or at 170, you won't. I wish I had a megaphone for this. You will not love yourself at 150 or 140 or at 130 or at 165 or at 180. You won't. I promise you. You're probably thinking bullshit. Bullshit, Chantel. I know for a fact I'll love myself when I get to my goal weight. And boy, do I have news for you. I always challenge my clients with a question, and I want to challenge you too today. What's going to change at 150? And I'm just using 150 as an example. But what's going to change when that number finally pops up on the scale? Do you think the gates of heaven will open and an angel will casually float down and say, finally, you can love yourself now. Here are all the tools to do that. No, you might even be thinking now, Chantel. I've seen so many of your clients have beautiful transformations and they're so much happier at their after. But let me tell you what's changing between the start to their eight-week progress update. 
I've helped them create a routine. I don't let them talk to themselves like buttheads, even to me. I wish I could count how many times a week I say, hey, don't talk about yourself like that. (laughs) I'm very serious, too, when I say it. I'm so often reminding them that they have to love their body at every single stage. Your confidence grows that way. Your self-esteem grows that way. The love for you grows when you wake up and choose love and compassion for yourself. Speaking life into yourself, accountability, inspiring you. During their eight weeks with me, they're also reading. They're doing affirmations. They're listening to Force of Habit to get these reminders right here. They're looking for things they love now because when they love themselves now they're not going to kill themselves rushing to get to a goal weight they've learned to enjoy this process it's hard it's annoying it's fulfilling and it's amazing but it's theirs and it's yours tomorrow is not promised so you need to show up and give yourself love right now love every dimple every roll every imperfection because Those insecurities do not just vanish when you reach a number. A scale just poops you out a number. That's it. It's just a number. So today, I hope this episode was valuable. I hope it at least gave you some insight or even a few aha moments about your relationship with food and also your body, honestly. And if any of these nuggets are showing up in your life, then it may very well be time to do a quick self-evaluation and then implement a few actionable steps to start changing your relationship with food one day at a time. There's still so much to cover, so just know there will be a part three. And if you loved this episode, if it was valuable for you, I would love if you left little old me a review. It means so much to me. I'm grateful for you. I'm so happy that you tune in with me every week, babe. Or if this is your first time, I'm so grateful that you're here today. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.